0: Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I am your host today. And today I'm very pleased to have with me Dr. Kamika. Bambi, Did I say it correctly?
0: Yes, that's correct, Brad.
1: Dr. Kanika Bambi, and she is with the Encinitas Periodontics and Dental Implant. So welcome. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me. I want to thank you and Chamber of Commerce for the opportunity for having me and doing this podcast with you.
1: Absolutely. So I was looking uh, at your background and and, uh, noticed first off, you do have some Southern California roots. Looks like you were a, a UCLA Bruin.
0: Yes, I'm a proud Bruin. Yes. Nice. Go so, Bears.
1: And that's where you went to uh, have your your original dentistry training?
0: No, no. So to go a little bit more yeah, back, sure, sure. I am I grew up in India. Okay. That's my background. And I went to dental school in India. Oh. So I'm originally a dentist from India. Gotcha. I met my husband about 11 plus years back. Yeah. And for in order... For the wedding to work, somebody has to move. So I moved across the globe to the U.S.
1: Wow, literally across the globe. That's, yep. I mean, you know, some people, we heard from somebody else who moved a couple states, but you moved all the way across the world. So that, that's a big move. So you came and you, you came, how does the UCLA part fit in then?
0: So when you come in, even after practicing in any other country, you're no longer a dentist when you come here. So you have to go back to school. Fortunately, it's not the four years, which is the regular dental program here. You have to do the last two years. So that's where UCLA fits in.
1: I see. Okay. And so is and then did your husband, he lived in that area? He lived
0: in LA, Ventura. Yeah. So UCLA was closed. Sure. So that was my program of preference. I also started doing some research at UCLA before getting into the program. the process takes about two years okay so that's where I got in and I have a great experience from UCLA
1: and then you uh then you went to our other coast and you went all the way over to Florida Mm -hmm. it looks like let's see I think it says Nova Southeastern for your master's
0: yes that was for my master's in residency to continue to enhance my dental degree and do a residency in periodontology
1: okay and that how many years were you there for that
0: that was three years So that was, again, long distance because my husband was in this coast and I was in the other coast. Uh, So it worked.
1: That can be challenging. But uh, you make it work, right?
0: Yeah, we made it work.
1: That's your professional journey to start your dental practice a little bit. But what motivated you to go into dentistry in the first place back when you were in India? Like, why why dentistry?
0: Yeah, um, I grew up uh, close to an aunt who was a dentist and visited the dental office often. I really liked the interaction she had with the people which were in her team and also the patient flow that was coming in. Every patient was different, every talk was different, every case that she did was different and the patient satisfaction that she got out of them was, was great and that's what I thought that I think this is what I can do long term. When I finished my program at UCLA, I had done some research in periodontology and where I thought I'm more detail oriented and I don't wanna be just doing drilling and filling my whole day and for 15, 20 years of my life.
1: Uh, drilling and filling, yeah. that doesn't sound fun when you I say it like know. that.
0: Right? So I went to the not so fun part of the oral surgery side, which I really like and like to do because it's more detail oriented. So I'm a very detail oriented person. So, so was, was a, your
1: aunt a, a standard dentist? She or? was an
0: oral surgeon as well.
1: Oh, she was an oral surgeon as well. Yes. Oh so you saw um that side of it Mm. uh, from a young age very interesting okay so (laughs) that's hilarious drilling and filling i have to say you know (laughs) being a when i was a kid having braces unfortunately i had uh, multiple uh, teeth pulled and i had let's see how did my parents phrase it i had my mom's teeth but my dad's mouth and so i had too many teeth for my jaw size and I have had like four permanent teeth pulled and all this stuff. I didn't have a very great, you know, image of going (laughs) for, uh, going to the dentist, even for regular preventative, you know, stuff. But, but I go, I go every six months, get my teeth clean.
0: (laughs) Keep that in place because we know what happens when you don't keep up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not good stuff, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about. So, okay, so you you started in um in India, you come over here, you uh kind of reestablish yourself as yes. a dentist through UCLA and then the school in Florida. And then at that point, did you go to work for uh, another dentist initially?
0: Yes, yeah, so our plan in Florida started like, okay, where do you want to live long-term? Because by the time I finished my residency, I had a new one. He was two years old by the time I finished. Gotcha. We always loved SoCal, and we wanted to come back to California because other than India, California is home for me. Wow, that's wonderful. My husband at that time was working in the Bay Area, North County, and we decided to just go to the Bay Area for now and figure it out. Uh, in the Bay Area, it was... It was good, but we always miss SoCal, the sun, the weather, the, just the relaxed environment that you guys have, which is not the same in North Cal. So an opportunity came up, we packed and we came here wow. and I don't regret any moment when I made that decision.
1: Wow. So, um, when you were in, when you're in Northern California, that's where your husband's job was. And then when you say an opportunity came, was that with his job or with you starting something?
0: with my job first. Uh One good thing about the pandemic, which happened with his job, he could work remotely. So he could work from home. Yes, And we said, okay, let's move and we will figure his job part later, because right now he can still continue doing what he can do. So he just worked from home and I got the opportunity here and we moved.
1: Wonderful, so and is he still doing that? Still working for that same company? Like, no, he
0: moved around and he's now he switched, okay. switched to the local company in Colesbat. Oh, great. It's very close to your office. So oh, great. Here.
1: That's wonderful. So it's worked out quite well, it sounds like.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: and you guys, so you come down here and you, um, was this all the transition just last year or was this before you opened your practice in 2021?
0: It's actually, I took over a practice oh, from an owner and I made a lot of changes because I wanted to be a business owner. I want to work my way. Sure. And that's where I became a business owner, worked for him for about three to four months as an associate, and then we switched roles. So he's now my associate and I'm the business owner.
1: Why don't we dig into a little bit more? Cause when you just say the word periodontics, um, people might not know exactly what that means. So why don't you kinda, you know, unpack that a little bit and explain to people what, what a periodontist actually does.
0: So like your regular medicine doctors, you have general physicians and then you have your MDs, whether it's a cardiologist or rheumatologist that you see. Similar way in dentistry, we have general dentists who take care of your regular dental care, which is cavity fillings, crown and bridges. And then we have the specialized clinic or specialized clinicians that take care of your specialized needs. There are about eight specialties in dentistry, periodontology is working with your gum health and treating gum disease so that is mainly what we do we call ourselves gum gardeners
1: (laughs) did you say gum gardeners
0: yes
1: (laughs) i've never heard that before we came
0: up with that term in residency we're like okay we're not so fun people nobody likes to see us what should we come up with
1: (laughs) i love it gum gardeners yeah well it is a more positive spin right yeah Um, because I know at the end of the day, um, if people do uh, treat their gums uh, nice, they won't have to even come see you.
0: Yes. On a regular basis, if you go to your dentist every six months, yearly checks, you should have no reason to see me. And if you do things that are told by a dentist to do at home, you won't be sitting in my chair. So that's where we come in and take care of your gum health needs.
1: Very good. We're going to take a brief pause and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, some of the innovative procedures that they do at their office. We've been talking with Dr. Kanika Bambi from Encinitas Periodontics and Dental Implants, and we'll be right back. So, in your line of work, I know that you have done some things that are pretty innovative, and through my research, I've up a couple and of course there can be others that we chat about but um this this one that kind of caught my attention um the acronym is lanap Mm l-a-n-a-p and i believe it says laser assisted gum surgery no cut no sew no fear tell us about that because that sounds really good
0: (laughs) yes so the patient who's sitting in my chair The two major things going in their head is the fear of dental surgery. Even the name, it does not sound that pleasant. I agree. We are not your favorite people. We know that. When we're talking about gum surgery, the way that we used to do the traditional way, which is still taught in schools, the post-operative healing was very painful for the patient's. So we usually treated half of the mouth. The patients never wanted to come back for the other half because the recovery was not so pleasant. That's where the LANAP comes in. It's minimally invasive. That means we are not using the traditional blades to cut away your gums. Laser is just a light, and the laser is doing our cutting job because it's very specific, and it detects the areas which are inflamed. So it would do minimum cutting. So that's where no blades come in. It's also no sue, so there's no sutures or stitches that I have to put in because I'm not doing a traditional surgery, even the stitch is by the laser. So if I'm doing it minimally invasive, the post-operative pain is very minimum. Discomfort is hardly any. Mostly patients take a Tylenol day one, day two, they're fine. So they're more encouraged to come back and get further treatment.
1: Uh, that makes a lot of sense, So, so before, as you mentioned, there was literally cutting of inflamed gums mm-hmm. and suturing. And now the laser does it all in one pass and all you need is a Tylenol afterwards. That's correct. Oh, that's that's amazing. And I, that sounds very much less scary. Like you said, no cut, no so, no fear. I, let, I, think, I think those follow logically. <laughs>
0: they do. They do. And uh, a lot of our patients, it's also about... Treatment outcomes, right? The treatment outcomes with the traditional surgery and the LANAP procedure are the same. So why not give the patient an option of a minimally invasive surgery where they can recover faster?
1: Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I saw another one um, on your site or somewhere I was reading about Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) Platelet-rich fibrin procedure?
0: Yes. So that is actually coming from patient's blood. Okay. So... Going back a little bit, what I've noticed in modern medicine or modern dentistry, we put all the patients in one box. So it's a cookie cutter approach. I've seen every patient responds differently to treatment. And if I can do procedures where I can use the natural healing of the patient's body to reduce the number of medications I have to give them, why not? That is
1: interesting. So use the patient's body to help heal the patient themselves less, Okay, keep going. Okay.
0: So, platelet-rich fibrin is actually derived from your blood. When the patient's, let's say, a simple procedure is a tooth taken out, an extraction, which I just...
1: Literally it, came, from came from doing from. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was running here for.
0: So, the extraction is very regular in our dental clinic setting. After taking the tooth out, we take or draw patient's whole blood the same day. The patient doesn't have to come a day before to get the blood processed or anything like that and we spin the blood in a centrifuge machine at a specific RPM. When we do that, the plasma is separated from the red blood cells. The plasma has concentrated growth factors, which helps you heal faster and better. So that plasma then goes back to the patient's body to help you heal faster. So think of that, that if there's a one day old wound and we're putting a plasma dressing on top of it, it behaves like a one week old. Wow. So the healing is much more enhanced and rapid. You're correct.
1: Wow. So you're taking... And how much, like... It's
0: like nine cc's. It's such a small amount that I don't have to send patients out with a banana or an orange juice. They don't feel dehydrated or nothing. It's really small.
1: I could even survive that. Um.
0: (laughs) Okay. When can we book your appointment, Brett? Yeah, I don't know.
1: (laughs) So then you spin it, get down to the plasma. The plasma then gets... So you reintroduce the plasma or you use it right on the wound? or? How?
0: So after the spinning cycle is complete, yeah. in it's like a test tube where we take the blood out. The plasma is sitting on top of the test tube and the red blood cells are at the bottom. We can easily pick the plasma out. It's almost like a gel consistency and take the plasma out. And we can make it in any shape. We can make it in a cylinder. We can make it in a sheet. Whatever is our wound, whatever it looks like, we can use that shape to patch up our surgical wound.
1: Wow, that is fascinating. Now, is this like a super common thing, or is this pretty pretty new, like, you know, innovative?
0: Uh, so this technique has been around for a long time. Okay. The first time it was used is for burn victims, for grade 2, 3 degree burns, the skin doesn't grow that fast. The skin grows 0.5 millimeters a day in an ideal situation. Think of that in burn victims, the skin doesn't grow that well. So that's where they first started using it, spinning their blood, using the dressing, and just putting on the burn wounds, and the skin started coming together faster. So in medicine, it's been used a lot. In dentistry, not so much. I know there's a lot of surgeons who don't do it because they're might not be comfortable doing the blood draw, but I was trained in Florida to do that. So I just continued doing that because I saw the awesome results it has.
1: Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. You have something else on your website that I saw that said um, service with heart. Mm-hmm. Service with heart. I, I wouldn't have um, imagined seeing that on a dental website. So what does that mean to you?
0: So. One thing that I noticed, uh, so before opening my own practice, I was working for somebody. A lot of clinics I worked in was more like a dental patient factory. Patients come in and out, in and out, in and out. And that's how you were forced to work. New, out of dental school, you don't have much choices out in the market, and you just, okay, let me do this first, get my feet wet, and I'll figure it out. Yeah but most of the dental clinics are like that.
1: Just machines. Just
0: machines and punching in the numbers. So I always tell my team, my the doctor who we work with, we are a healthcare providers. We are not a business. Mm -hmm. So do which is right for the patient and we are treating just one patient in one time. Oftentimes dentists, clinicians get distracted. They have multiple patients sitting in the chair and while treating one patient their head is on the next chair. what's going on, so we treat only one patient at one time, and we always do what is right for the patient at that time
1: that's beautiful that um, i I think you're on to something there <laughs> hopefully <laughs> No, I really do. You mentioned you know I, I, the dentist dental industry in general is so um, unique in my mind in that. You all, and of course, this is mostly your general dental practitioners, but in general, you all encourage people to take care of themselves to such a level. If they really followed your advice, they probably would rarely need your (laughs) services. They'd put you out of business. So they follow your advice and then you're out of business. But of course, it never works that way. So um, what is the best, you know, how do you recommend people care for themselves for their oral health?
0: First, like I said, do visit your dentist on a regular basis and follow the instructions given by your dentist. Uh, Nowadays, I've noticed patients do not like spending a lot of time in their oral health because they don't have time. They're just way too busy. But it only takes five minutes to take care of your oral health if you do proper steps. A lot of patients don't like flossing because it's cumbersome. I don't like to use the whole floss, wrap it around my finger, I don't know where I'm going. The new tool in the market now is the water pick tool, mm. which is a water flosser. Jet of water going in between your teeth and flushing everything out.
1: I'm still using regular floss. I don't use the water pick yet, but I probably should consider that.
0: <laughs> but if you're a good flosser, that'll work. I'm- I'm probably
1: five six days a week I'm flossing so that's not terrible yeah you're missing one day so you
0: still gotta want some work to do yes (laughs) otherwise you know where you're coming I know
1: no 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 I don't want to come and get my gums cut I mean not cut but laser (laughs) lanapt oh that's great so um anything else you want to share with us about your industry or about your practice or anything at all
0: uh, so, as you know, I'm a new business owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't be lying if I told you that I was not nervous. I was very nervous when I was taking up the opportunity. In dental school, medicine school, they train you to be good dentists. They train you to be good surgeons or doctors. We have zero business training. Oh, yeah. yeah, Not even one hour of business training we get. Mm-hmm. And right off school, you don't even know how to run dental insurances. You yeah. don't have time in dental school to learn that.
1: They don't, they don't cover that. They don't. Even though it's essential for you to get paid.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't think
1: that way. beyond yeah.
0: dental training. That's it. That they, They're there just to train you. And we don't have time. It's four years and there's a lot to learn.
1: Yeah.
0: So I was nervous when we started.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, some people are good and have good business skills. I'll be honest. I did not have good business skill. I learned. I have a good support system. I have my family. My husband helps a lot yeah. in uh, setting up the business side because I told him, I'm a good surgeon. I don't know what I'm doing on the business side. And he said, okay, I'll jump in and I'll help. So if you can build your own support system as a business owner, that helps. One more thing I want to tell the new business owners, consider your team as a part of your work family. Yeah. I cannot do what I'm doing without my team. I have two dental assistants, Sai, Yasenia, I have an office manager, Patty. I cannot do anything without them. They are the pillars of your business. Yes. And if you have a mission, a philosophy, include them in your philosophy. If you think you're making an impact in the society, they're also making an impact. So make them feel they're part of the team and making the same impact that you are making. That's how you can run your business smoothly. That's how I, what I've learned in the past one year. I know I have much more learning to do. <laughs> but oh, that's
1: great, though. my
0: team is taking me along smoother. And, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, and I appreciate you sharing that because there's, there are a lot of people who, and I've experienced this, too. Um, uh, the first uh, startup I was part of, the gentleman who um, I worked with, he was a really good computer programmer. Mm-hmm but the other parts of the business you know not as not as conversant with let's just put it that way okay (laughs) so um yeah it's challenging because a lot of people will get into business because they're really good at a craft some some kind of craft and that doesn't mean they know all there is to know about the ins and outs of running the business so having a great team to compliment you mm-hmm. and, uh, and to fill in those things is going to be essential
0: right and keep yourself open to learning yeah and that's always going to be something that you're going to learn new
1: yeah yeah so true so true well thank you so much for taking the co- time to come down and and share and meet with us and you know folks oh we should let them know like if they wanted to learn more what do you have a what's your website that they could come visit you
0: at and
1: encinitasperiodontics.com yes. all right you can learn more uh, about dr bambi and her practice if you need some help i would highly recommend you go get some service with heart because that's going to be a much better <laughs> dental experience for you than some of the ones i had
0: <laughs> we'll surely take care of you
1: thank you thanks for joining us on our carlsbad people purpose and impact podcast today If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free creates goodwill and makes you feel great.